Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barriers. Man, this is episode 69 and we've got a super cool guest. Really looking forward to hearing from this entrepreneur. And what a special time to be able to hear from someone who has built a restaurant business. We'll hear more from, from Karen, but I'm going to pass it along. Again, this is Brent Duham, co-hosted with uh, Jared Tide. Jared, man, you do the honors. Why don't you go ahead and, and uh, introduce Karen? Thank you, Brent. So I've lived in McKinney since 2006, and ever since we've lived here, we have always been big fans of Spoons Cafe on the McKinney Downtown Square. Karen has been running Spoons. You started Spoons, uh, what, a little before that? 2003. That's awesome. Super cool. So yeah, we're huge fans of the place. Um, it's uh, you know casual, great food, a great you know place for brunch. Uh, we've been out there when you've had live music at times in the evening. Uh, so you know we just we see that as just a iconic staple of the uh, McKinney landscape, if you will. <laughs> So yeah, um, so whenever you decided to put in the restaurant, Karen, uh, what made you choose McKinney? Well, I grew up, I was raised in McKinney, and so I had moved back. Of course, I couldn't wait to get out of here um, when I got out of high school, and I had a career in corporate software. I started at EDS, when EDS was down on Forest Lane, when Ross Pro still owned EDS. So after a journey through selling software, traveling around the country, I was ready. I could never, I could not believe this, but I was ready to move back to McKinney. And McKinney was right at the verge of kind of changing. When I was raised here, it was around 14, 15,000 people. So uh, when I was moving back, which I guess would have been 2000, we'll have to think, I'll have to add that up in my head in a minute. Um, it had started to change. So I moved back to McKinney and I continued in my software business. And then I actually had started a clothing store for a little while. And I guess that's when my entrepreneurship kicked in coming out of, you know, the whole time I was in the corporate world and, and dealing with computers, there was something about it. I knew wasn't really my passion. It was just one of those things I fell into. And I learned along the way that, uh, and, and now of course, hindsight is, you can see so clearly that that was really preparing me to learn business, um, which has come in so helpful over the years. And I always think that like y'all were talking about some of the younger, maybe um, adults listen to this. And I, I think, I think when you're, when you're starting out, on your journey, a lot of times you're doing, doing jobs or you're doing things and you're like, this just isn't quite what I think I want to be, you know, this isn't it for me. And I have learned over experience, learn everything you can because it probably won't be your only career. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've had a few, a few different ones, it seems like. So, but I, everything I've done, I've learned. So when I moved back to McKinney, one of the things I noticed a few years later was there was no place that anybody was serving breakfast. And that was like a, a, in downtown. And um, that was a huge thing when I was living in Dallas and Atlanta and stuff. We always get together for breakfast on the weekends, a bunch of us, a bunch of us friends. 
And I kept thinking there needs to be a spot here. And long story short, never even worked in a restaurant, had no idea anything about a restaurant. Um, an opportunity came up with very little money. Uh, downtown McKinney was pretty much boarded up. This was before it really came back. Uh, and an opportunity came up. I had started doing some catering with a friend because I was doing event planning. I know it's the crazy, crazy way I got to the restaurant. And I took over a little bitty restaurant that had gone out of business. So I basically walked in and somebody loaned me, I, I was broke. I, I needed a job. Everybody says, how, why did you open the restaurant? I said, I needed a job. And I had someone loan me $3,000. I went to the city of McKinney and I said, um, I want to open this little restaurant, but I don't have any money and I'm not going to put in a grease trap and I'm not going to have a fire system and I'm not going to, you know, all this stuff. And they're like, okay. And I was like, okay. I mean, you know, it was one of those things like, okay. And 30 days later I opened a restaurant. That's so amazing. yeah, it was, it's just, it's just crazy. And, and I took the ovens out of my house uh, because again, I didn't have any money. I took my KitchenAid mixer. I had double convection ovens cause I was helping doing some catering for a friend to make some extra money. And um, I had two knives and, <laughs> <laughs> and that opened spoons. Right. Baby, baby, I call it baby spoons. You know, we, since then I built the restaurant that, is currently spoons. So baby spoons wow. is, is down by mom and pops popcorn. Okay. There was a kitchen store there recently. Is that right? So that's where baby spoons was. I call it baby spoons. That's what we refer to. Cause I still have my first employee. She's been with me, what, 17 years now. That's She's my amazing. baker. Yeah. Um, most of my employees, God, when I was doing, I couldn't believe they've been with me 13, 14 years. Most of my kitchen staff. Um, so it's been a, it's been a crazy journey and that's basically why I opened spoons. Cause everybody was telling me, well, first off I saw my banker. He said, you lost your mind. If you're going to go into a restaurant industry, uh, everybody's like, don't do it. Nobody's going to go downtown to eat breakfast. You know, I mean, it was just all this negative, negative, negative. And there was something inside of me that just when I had that little rebellious, it's like when somebody says I can't, or no, don't do it. And I'm like, mm, they should have never said that to me. And I did it. Um, and it, it's been a, it's been a journey and, um, never had a business plan. It, I'm going to prefix this by saying, don't do as I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you can, if you can go to Harvard and get an MBA, go to Harvard, you know, and get an MBA. So I, I didn't have a business plan. Um, and I just worked, you know, and, and I think uh, Brent and I were talking a little bit about what all's going on right now with businesses and, and, and what we're experiencing, it's experiencing. And, and I tell people, and this is what I have to keep reminding myself, there are opportunities out there. You know, this, this, like when I opened downtown McKinney was boarded up. Mm -hmm. So, there were opportunities that I was up now if I walked in and told the city I'm not going to put a grease trap in and I'm not going to put a sprinkler system in and I'm not going to you know they'd look at me like I'd lost my mind I mean you know they'd be like right. okay bye bye <laughs> back then though there were so many empty buildings and there was so much you know they were willing 
to work. I think we're going to see that again. I really believe we're going to see that again in different areas of whatever industry we're in. Wow. You know, I, I believe that. Um, I think that there's going to be some incredible opportunities mm. coming up. Um, not sure what that's going to look like, guys, but, but I think they're going to be there. For those that are willing to just dig in there, um, I never thought, I think during this time, I have worked harder the last four months. It reminds me of when I opened my business 17 years ago. You wow. know, that's kind of where I've, I've been because, because everything's changing. Wow. I mean, yeah. you know, so we're having to do business a little different now. So. You know, I was thinking it's, it's really easy for someone to see an area, you know, like downtown McKinney when it's already busy and say, you know what, I want to, I want to, you know, start a business there. But uh, what you did took vision, you know, because McKinney wasn't what it is today. I think of Denton, you know, I grew up in Denton and right. the Denton Square is just beautiful. Uh, but when I was a kid, it was just a museum. You know, it was a place that you drove through and you looked at the square and you kept you kept going. And um, so it's just amazing how much the McKinney Square has changed in the past 15 years. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's it amazing. Sounds like, it sounds like you were one of the uh, you know first people who kind of saw that potential. Well, I think even before me, though, because my mother even had an antique store down here. I think that, that sometimes we look at like like now, but I mean, we if you even go back further, um, there were a lot of people here that kept kind of some energy going, you know, in McKinney. Um, I think it's, it's, it's been coming for a long time. And I think right now we have to all really realize we're, we're in this, I mean, we hear we're in this together. Well, right. down here, we really are in this together. Yes. And I mean, I know everybody thinks, but it's like, we have to realize, okay, you know, we were at such a high and I'm speaking for like a lot of businesses, but I mean, we were even in the restaurant, we were having record days in February. That does not happen. You know, February is always your slowest month. It wasn't our slide. We were having record days and then the bottom fell out, you know? So uh, you're kind of like, Oh, what just happened here? You know, I mean, everybody's experiencing it. So it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a good time. I believe, and this is what I've been doing is sit back and go, you know, what, what, how do I want to do this? What do I want my business to look like going forward? Mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes and I don't know if y'all have experienced this in the business. It's like you, you start building something, you have this vision and I, and it just starts rolling and rolling and rolling. You know, it's like that someone gets bigger and bigger, bigger and you can't get your arms around it sometimes. Uh -huh. And you're like, what have I created? <laughs> right. And you know, how do I hold on? And I was, I was thinking about, you know, um, I've had many opportunities to, to franchise or to uh, have other restaurants and, and, you really have to decide. There's a point where you decide. I knew that I didn't want to stay as small as I was, but there's that, that sweet, you know, that point of, of how much more do you, do you really want to take on? Right. And how do you really want to live your life? And that's kind of where I am right now. I'm looking at, you know, I mentioned I started a podcast because my heart's kind of, I want to help other people. And I don't know what that looks like, but, um, 
I, I think that, that I have some experience that I could, could definitely share with just, you know, um, starting with zero money and being a single owner and everybody says the restaurant industry is the toughest industry. And I'm like, I think every, if you're really a worker, every industry has its challenges. Right. You know? So um, I, I'm just looking at some different things right now. So Karen, if, we could dial, if we could dial the clock back, you reached a fork in the road when you went from the comforts of corporate America, mm. right? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you show up to work, you know, your hours, you know what you're going to do, you have to and fro, you know, X number of days a week, whatever it happens to be. Did you, did you reach a fork in the road that just all of a sudden, I'm I was done. done. It? Yeah, it was really interesting. Cause I mean, I, I was traveling, I was in software sales. So, you know, um, I was making pretty decent money and I just thought that was what you always made. I mean, you know, by the time you get to get to that, and I mean, I have expense accounts and you know, things like that. And, and I remember I got my last commission check and I was just done. I mean, I was like, I don't think I can drive to the airport and get on the plane again. That was, that was my life. Um, and I, and honestly, if years before that, I knew people that were kind of getting out of the corporate and I thought, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? You know, I, I, but the, I never thought I would get to that point and I did and I just was done. Of course, I didn't realize that you don't make that kind of money when you start a, that's when I started a little clothing store, you know, and, and I mean, I had no idea. So I basically lost everything. I mean, you know, I mean, and, uh, and I think it's interesting too, that when you, because I know I, I mean, back then, like opening a restaurant to me, wasn't a big risk because I didn't have anything to lose. You know, whereas as you build somewhat a little more success as you go, I think for me, I've been, it's been surprising to me to see, I get a little bit more fearful uh, than I used to be. You know, everybody still thinks I'm a risk taker, but not near what I feel like I used to be. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't like that part of me because I like, the, I like those, I like taking those risks. But mm -hmm. now I have 40, you know, I have 50 employees. I, I so it was, it's not just me. You know, I'm kind of risking all them too. So I have to kind of think a little more. It's a big family, right? That, you, that you're responsible for and, and you that, care and, deeply about them. Oh my gosh. Well, they've been with me for, well, some since the beginning, you know, so you do, I mean, and you're with them a lot more and they become your family. And um, of course, I mean, I tell everybody we're kind of dysfunctional <laughs> a lot of times, but, <laughs> but you know, you do become your family. So if you could offer some advice to, it could be someone middle-aged, it could be someone coming out of high school or coming out of college to consider whether it's a side hustle, for, mm -hmm. you know, to support maybe their dream and, and outside of their W-2. Mm -hmm. If you could give one or two ch little nuggets, what would, the, what would that be to folks that are like, I would like to do what Karen did, but maybe in this industry or maybe the restaurant mm -hmm. business or whatever it is, what would that, what do those look like? I would find some people, you know, I had a few very strong encouragers that believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. Um, and I think that's key because you're going to find enough people that don't encourage. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not, there's, there's seems to not be a lack of those. And also, uh, there is, you know, you have to somehow believe in yourself and, and know that 
what is it going to feel like if I don't try this? You know, you have to say, what's going to happen if I don't do this? Um, am I going to be mad at myself? Am I going to be wish I would have done it? Now, you know, I, don't, I can't speak from having, I didn't have, I was I'm single. So I don't have the responsibilities of a family and children. And, and I think that's a whole nother level of fear that I would think people would have, you know, because mm -hmm. you have so many people depend, you have other people dependent on you. So that's, that's a different level, but I would definitely find encouragers. There are so many resources now out there that you just free, you know, that you can read and think. And, and I don't know if y'all know, um, I'll never forget Phil Romano started a macaroni grill and fed Fuddruckers and some of those big, big, you know, businesses and so, and I know he would never remember this, but I remember I was at a, a somehow I was at a party with him way, 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 way back before spoons. And, and I don't know why I asked him because I just was intrigued by, by his business. And I just said, how do you come up with your ideas? And he said, I just look and see what people need. And, and that's what I'm, I'm actually re looking at my business right now and going, okay, what do people really want from spoons or what do they want? What, what do people need? And, and, or what do I need? I mean, that's how I, that's how I opened spoons. That's how I, I just redesigned the garage because I felt there was a need for that type of little cocktail bar in the Kinney, you know, quiet, a little smaller, a little bit more intimate. Um, so, so I tried, I would tell them what is, what is something that you need that you can't find or that's not easy or that, um, or, or there's not, I mean, there's not like a restaurant. I mean, there's plenty of restaurants, people cook breakfast people. I mean, we do breakfast, lunch and, and dinner and it's very simple, simple food. But, but, but I felt there was a need in, to create the environment and the experience. And I think people, people are, are gravitating towards the experience because like, I know in y'all's business, you have, what makes you different? You know, and even when I was a, a sales manager, when we were selling software, I would always tell the salespeople, you've got to be different than everybody else. Doesn't mean your product's necessarily different, but the experience that a person is going to have, because all we do is create customers, right? No matter what all of us, that's what we're here to do is to create customers, correct? If you have a product to sell or whatever, really, whatever you're doing. So, so Karen, uh, yeah, so it's finding some positive influence. We, we know naysayers can be um, fuel for our fire. There's plenty of those out there, and, and we, we know that. We've all experienced it. There's nothing like the positive influence and, and finding people that aren't just, yes, you know, this is awesome, you're going to do it, but people that will be critical of what you're doing, but still encouraging. And then finding that need, what, what's out yeah. there? You found, you found something in your hometown of McKinney, certainly now 17 years down the pike here, um, outside of some disruption. And you mentioned, this was, this was pretty interesting to me. You went through the great recession of, you know, 10 years ago. And it was no more than, if anything, a speed bump, if that. And uh, so, you know, that's pretty amazing. And, and, and hustle. I heard you talk about hustle a number of times, but yeah. you know, that's, that is, uh, that is really, really encouraging. And, and folks listening, Hey, Karen, where can we find you? If, if, well, working, yeah. if someone wants to reach out and go, you know what? I, 
you know, she really impacted. I, I, I'd like to learn a little bit more and, and uh, you have a heart of gold. You like to give is, is there a, a place that, uh, people can find you more readily, whether it's social media or otherwise. Yeah. Um, you can always reach me. Well, I was sharing that I started a podcast. It's a baby podcast, but it's called breakfast with Karen and it's on iTunes and it's out there on everything. It's, um, and I talk a lot about being, it's more, it's, there's, there's business in it, but it's more kind of like my mindset um, because that's key. If you're going to go out and if, especially if we're talking to entrepreneurs right now, starting their business, I mean, your mind, I mean, that's the most negative thing we have going, right? So I talk a lot about that and, 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 and the tools I use and continue to use daily to keep my mind correct. Then of course, Spins Facebook, um, it's Spins Cafe and then the Garage McKinney. They can always go to the website, spoonscafe.com, and just email me. It's karen at spoonscafe.com, well, you they, know, and I'd they, love to They visit. heard it. You know, I admire anyone in business for themselves. Jared, Jared and I, you know, that we, we appreciate you being on the show. Karen, it's really cool. And oh, yeah. th this time is, uh, you know what, if it, if it, uh, it's tough, but you said it best, you know, you've been there, you've been there, done it. Nothing replaces experience and wisdom. And we admire that. And so as, as listeners don't, don't hesitate to reach out to Karen. If you're local and Absolutely. presents itself, Spoons is a cool place in, in McKinney, right on the square. Ah, thanks. Yeah. Get, get out there and do We'd it. We'd love to see you. <laughs> well, and I'd, like happy to to tell, see people. I'd like to tell listeners about the food. <laughs> Your food is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we've, I mean, we've gone there for brunch so many times, as I mentioned, and uh, I mean, just some of the best, just bacon and pancakes and used some really good baked items. Uh, yes. And for dinner, uh, I've gone and gotten this like chicken plate that has like apples and some kind of. Oh, uh, that's yummy. The cream sauce. Yeah, with fried okra and a shiny right. beer. And JT, <laughs> shut it down, man. I'm getting <laughs> that's all. That's all I need right there. Let's go eat. <laughs> on, a, on a serious note, Karen, thank you for taking the time. And, and it's cool that you're starting your own podcast. I think it's unbelievable. And it's, uh, it's a way to, for us to get to know you and our listeners to get to know you and your and local community who has not maybe visited Spoons yet. And yes. as Jared is in the real estate business, there are people moving into McKinney like, uh, like no other. It's one of the fastest growing cities in America. Pretty cool. But uh, cool. with that... We'll, we'll say uh, episode number 69 of Breaking Business Barriers, also B-cubed, as JT likes to say. With that, this is Brent Duhame, your co-host, Jared Ty. Karen, thank you again so much for being Yes, here. it was a pleasure. Awesome. Onward Thanks. and upward. <laughs>